So the nameless monk turned out to be Karataka, the ancient Kawadal, sworn by old gods to protect the Euron Stone. The dads learned that some 30 years ago, Jesus of the Orc Wars discovered his companion, the Orc Nial, was in fact Tempus, the god of honorable combat. Jesus somehow trapped Tempus in the stone, and in doing so, allowed the vile god Grumsh into the world to sow his seeds of destruction and chaos in the Breen Valley and perhaps even further afield. Abel, who against all odds made his way into the stone, parlayed with his god and then broke this campaign wide open by swearing himself to Ionis Silhavine, attuning to the silver wind family jewels, and used its magic to summon the Coatl into the Euron Stone. Meanwhile, Ionis and Filnir made quick work of the monks and mooks of the Snowflower Death Cult. Now, inside a lean-to shack, on the hallowed ruins of a temple of a long-dead elven civilization, you all get some time to catch your breath and watch over Abel as he snores and cradles the god-prison boulder on a mostly dry bale of hay in the corner. Fellas, are you ready for the Dungeon Dads? Ready. Oh, oh yes. Ready, ready. He will ride. He will Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. As always, I am your DM, Tom Blaylock. Ow! What's up, what's up? And I'm joined here today by John Watson, Iona Silhavind. What's up, man? Oh man, I am so excited. (laughs) This is so good. (laughs) It's been a little bit since we recorded. It's been a minute. Uh, and Tim Carr, who's playing the uh, half-elf Filnir Omajira. I am playing him. I am playing him indeed. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to be here, too. <laughs> and uh, Sam could not make it tonight, but that's okay, because even if he was here, he'd be doing the same thing, which is sleeping this the F off. Abel has exhausted himself by traveling through stone and also coming face to face with his god. So Abel is passed out. You guys do not know how to wake him up, but you've all gotten a nice long rest. You've gotten your spells back and new toys. You got some new toys. You leveled up every once in a while. You do hear your, uh, your war priest grumble in his sleep. Tim has got, I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere some magic goes away. <laughs> yes, right. some, some, and, and your hut disappears, John. <laughs> Liam and tiny hut is now no longer there. <laughs> what the? Hello. <laughs> it's dawn, fellas. You have not been able to look around here uh, in the daylight. You've got your uh, pack wolf Pawson with you. Yeah, I'm going to lead it up to you. What do you guys want to do? Well, I need to go outside at some point. I need to collect some remains of someone, and I need to get Saber back. I think that's a good idea. Collect uh, some remains of someone. I whoever I, I'm going to hope that who I find is the one that killed him, and uh, I'm going to bring that to the ritual, and I'm going to set up uh, all of my incense and uh, everything I need to complete it. And for 10 minutes, I, I go to, um, I, I go to some of the ash. One of the, one of the people that, uh, that I, I burned, 
I collect some of that and I use it as part of the ritual. Just it's, I just say, Saber, I'm sorry. I tried my hardest to protect you, but please, please, if you can, come back to me. All right, so you're burning this, uh, the ash and the incense and various spices that it takes to do this ritual. So you're, you're going to use a, a first level spell slot or are you going to do, do it as a, rit- as it's a ritual? It's a ritual. It's going to take the 10 minutes, yeah. It's going to take an hour, right? It's an hour. It's, uh, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're working on this and chanting and Filnir, what are you, what are you doing now? Um, I was actually just looking through my character sheet to see if I have any rations left and I don't. Yeah. Um, so I might uh, send Pawson on a little hunting expedition to see if he can go round up uh, some game like <sighs> rabbit or something that we can that we can eat. Uh, uh, Master, I don't, I don't smell anything. Which direction should I go? Your uh, guess is as good as mine. Are, are there woods nearby? I do, and I'll look. Is, can I? This is pretty flat, aside from. Yeah. Like so yeah, so so there's some vegetation that's grown up in this particular part of Robert's gift. It's definitely a plateau. Uh, you know, it is there are rock outcroppings that you can see. Probably you can see three quarters of a mile away. Okay. There's no trees there. But you you can sort of make out there's some rock that goes up into a very small little hill. I would say East of you, you can you can sort of faintly make it out, maybe two and a half miles away, three miles away. I mean, you have incredible vision on the gift, just sort of straight, straight, straight. There may be trees that that way, so a couple of miles, like almost due east. But really, you're in the ruins of an old city, right? right. So, so there's things that are growing up. There's probably some meat that could be had. You know, around. Yeah, you know what? Here. I guess. I guess, um, Paulson, if there was a death cult here, they must have had some food for the survivors. Um, do you smell any stores, even if it's just grains? I don't know if you know what they smell like, but I smell nothing that's like what you normally eat. But I might. I'll be back. Okay. So he he sort of runs off. He's like making a concentric circle kind of around you. You see him like go into like one of the buildings and then he kind of goes out and so he's like off looking okay. around. Um I mean I might look at Abel's backpack and see if he had any rations. Yeah, so he so you know, you know Abel sleeps with his backpack under his head. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh but he does not have any rations on him. All right. Well, then Filner's going to you know, wait for Pawson, put together a fire to okay. cook, assuming we do find something that we can cook. Um, I don't know how cold it is at dawn where we are. Cold. Yeah, it's it's not it's not nothing, right? I mean, we're talking probably in the it, it, overnight, you've probably got 30, 40 degrees. Probably, you're not, probably not above 50 right now, so it's chilly. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're doing okay, but it's, 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 it's chilly. Yeah. So I think I'd build a fire and um, keep an eye out, see if there's any sign of any other people around mm-hmm. um, yeah. and if and if not maybe go back to the temple now that it's light and see if there's anything that we missed before so when you get back in the temple looks like some of the ashes have been scooped up <laughs> um, <laughs> there is like a really thin layer of ash on on the ground there 
give me a perception check when you are over by where the Euron stone fell to the ground. All right. So that is a 24 cumulative. Okay. You can tell that even though there's sort of grass and sod that have grown up all over everything, where the Euron stone fell down when Jessup dropped it when he was killed, uh, and then where it sort of landed next to Abel a little bit later, you can tell that there's depressions there and you make out possibly wood underneath that area as though that is not that is sort of the grass has grown up on over something else over something else yes okay i might dig it out yeah i'll i'll explore that a little further investigate it okay uh so with your with your hands you you kind of you can get you know you can get a couple of inches in and you're scratching the top of of wood there Mm -hmm. it feels thick like it feels almost like beams that you're scratching on there like a floor um, uh like like beams that would be under a floor or under Got a it. roof so right? like there might be another story underneath that's right that's okay. right that's what you're feeling yep okay yep. um so then i think i would walk around and see if there was like one of those openings that takes you to the basement from outside or from inside um and look for access okay all right so uh, give me a perception check also. Uh, not as good. That one is a 14. Okay. So there are places around this temple that look like they are extremely well-worn with footfall. In particular, you see that over where the bakery was, mm-hmm. there is a footpath that just sort of ends at a bush. That's weird. So like where you can tell that the grass is dead, they've been walking, but then there's like a full, like a full on bush that's like, that's there unmolested. Okay. Just outside of the bakery. Uh, I will walk to the bush Does and it looks, does it look like the the proper type of plant that should be there? It, it does. It looks, okay. it looks like, you know, it's like, it's like if, um, it's like the high line in New York city, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. It, it, all the natural grass and growth, 300 years probably. I mean, this this is probably a little bit less than that because this has clearly been burned down 20 years ago. So it's all new here. Right. But yeah, it's of the step here. Okay. Yeah. I might look around it and see if there's something more to it to, uh, to explain the lack of trail um, okay. beyond it or around it. All right. So I'm going to leave you there for a second. Okay. Hey, John, your mongoose, mm-hmm. uh, when you summon him, does he just like appear or does he start to slowly take shape? Like what's the, uh, what is the, what happens with this? Uh, yeah. So uh, the way I envision it, I, I've got the incense smoke burning. And as the spell goes along, the smoke intensifies, begins to take shape in front of me, and then as it swirls around, it kind of begins to spiral until it turns into a tail and a body that's kind of curled up, and then turns into saber. And then you have to ask him for forgiveness, right? At that at that point, uh, I, I'm assuming that I'm the the ritual is asking forgiveness, like okay. he returns if he's forgiven me. Okay, I'm not going to have you roll for that. Thanks. Uh, I think that you're. <laughs> yeah, I think that you. Uh, I think. 
I think you you're he is satisfied with the bones which you have brought him. Okay. Uh, and and the ash. He is there now. And Filnir is, you know, he made a fire and he kind of left you to it. Pawson, you sort of see him in the distance and he's up on a rock. He is cleaning himself over there on <laughs> on the rock. And then you see that he is like eating something over on this big boulder. Okay. I'm going to Go over to Saber with uh, some some little treats that I haven't. Oh, Saber, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad you're back. I'm so sorry. Come here, come here. Let me. And I, you know, I, <laughs> I feed him and I pick him up. I let him on my shoulder. And I start petting him, and you know we have our little moment. I'm gonna walk over to Pawson to see what's going on. As I'm walking, multitasking, uh, taking care of a few things, and uh, I'm just going to uh, cast a third level spell, and I'm gonna say, Galwinia, this is Iona Silhavind. Those who are instrumental in helping me retake Monterre will receive wealth, land, and title. You could be one. Stay. Magician, it is good to hear your voice. <laughs> Counting words here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I have not yet decided whether or when I should go. There is quite a setup here in Lake and Hearth. Percy is returning to you tonight. Percy is quite the man. All right. I uh, I definitely nod in agreement to myself. And I <laughs> <laughs> make plans to talk to Mr. Percy <laughs> this evening. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, walk over to, I walk over to Pawson and see what is it. Pawson! Pawson! Uh, yeah, yeah. Morning. Uh, you don't want this. You don't want this. What? What? What do you? Have? What do you have? What? Do, what is that? What do you have over there? It was. It was already mostly dead when I when I bit it. You see uh, uh, a humanoid foot. Oh shit! Uh, uh, in its mouth. <laughs> Gross. In its mouth. It's, uh, it, it's it, not a human. It's not a human, but it's it's uh it's it's got like whitish, grayish skin. A large foot, but it looks stockier than uh, a human's. Uh, I just, I, I walk over. Paul Paulson, what, what is that? Where did you find that? Where's Filnir? Uh, master is there. I can smell him over there. And he sort of like nods toward the bakery. <laughs> um, and, and you can see that he's got like, he's got blood on his on his fur around his mouth and uh it's definitely the foot of a durger he was up to no good he ran away and then i stopped him from running (laughs) oh oh dear did you see more of them no were you just did you did you go did you go underground was he above ground usually no he was he was in a there's some stairs over there. Is this? Is he pointing to where Filnir is? Uh, no, no, further. Like he is, he's pointing more east, easterly. There's a, there's a, several buildings that are collapsed or stone walls are there, and he's sort of nodding toward uh, a small outcropping. You know, if you had to guess, the, you would, 
these are probably old mansions, like probably old highborn. The footprint is big, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, of these of these places, and they're they're uh, aligned in a row that makes you think it's probably you know, probably a street mm. that, that that they were on. Um, and and you know, you sort of from this vantage point up on this rock, you get a much better sense of how this city was laid out. Uh, you know, Monterre is tight as it goes up this mountain. Um, this city was definitely laid out uh, in concentric circles, and there are small areas that there are no buildings that could be parks, or they could be squares, or they could be you know it's hard to, it's hard to know now what they were, but um, uh, there are large footprints of of buildings near those empty spaces, and the very center, which is where the temple is there are a number of buildings that are similar in size, but look not like homes. They look probably like commercial or government, that kind of, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, And you see uh, far to the South, maybe half a mile away, dead, no grass, no bushes, no trees, it's a small area that you can see, but it's, I mean, it's big enough that you can see it from half a mile away. Um, just absolutely dead. That is kind of where Pawson said he was or? He was nodding at the at the buildings to the east, the okay. sort of mansion sized building. You can just see this now, now that you're up on this stone with him. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I am going to take note of that. I'm going to go into the building where we slept. I'm going to pick up the monk gloves that I grabbed from the nameless monk. And mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to walk in Phil direction. Okay. And I want right. to take a look at the gloves. Okay. Give me an arcana check. Okay. Uh, that is an 18. These are definitely gloves that look like they could improve your ability to not be hit by arrows. <laughs> by arrows. Yes. Um, okay, interesting. Is there they're very sticky on the on the tips uh, on, or in, on, on the, the palm, palm not side. just the tips, like the palm like like all over the palms of them. And you can tell that it's suffused with magic. Mm-hmm. You can't tell exactly how it's suffused with magic. It's not gel or gummy on there. But it's sort of like the the suckers that octopi have. They're a little bitty. It's They're a bit like pseudo, that. pseudopods kind of things. Yeah, it's like pseudopods. Like when it touches things, it sticks to them. But there's not like suction that's doing it. It's something else. Interesting. Rules as written. If I put gloves on, does that affect my spell casting? Uh, Jonas would not know. <laughs> it, it, you know, these are gloves that you could wear. They don't seem to be cursed. Anything like that. Okay. Um, they're like incredible goalie gloves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's sort of what they're. That's sort of what they're like. Yeah, and those are going to look great. I'm going to hold on to those, and yeah. uh, and walk over to Filnir. All right. Yeah. So Filnir is like walking around this bush. He is like checking it. He's touching it. It is not an illusion. It is a real bush. He's not finding what he thinks he's looking for there. Filnir. Yes. What are you doing? What's happening? Well, I decided to have a look around the temple. And it seems that there may be a basement under 
the space where the monk's initiation was to be. Uh, and I'm looking for a way in. I came upon this path that stopped at this bush and did not see tracks further. So I thought there might be something hidden here. However, as of yet, I've found nothing. But there may be a way to get down to the basement from elsewhere, or if need be, I could make an axe and try to cut our way in. Can I make an investigation check? Yeah, sure. Hmm, natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. Being consistent. Being consistent. Can I help? Can I help him? Can, yeah, you can. You can help him. Yeah, sure. that's right. Advantage. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> See, look here, Ionis. Look at this leaf. That's, that's a two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> ten makes total. it a ten. <laughs> oh my god. You have plus eight on investigation. You got a nine and a ten. This is Bad. consistent. Um, uh... So Ionis is not going to help you out here, Tim. But you, but you can. You can try an investigation check yourself here. I mean, you know, you know something's up with this bush. Yeah, I mean, with my plus zero, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Good lord, four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. Um, I, I'm just not smart enough to put it together. I can't see what it is about it. So, I'll, I got. L- listen, Philnir. Um, Paulson. Uh, Paulson was chewing. On a a Durga foot. What? I'm not going I, to eat a Durga foot. He what was is... eating something, and it was a, a Durga foot, and it, the blood looked fresh. It's, I, I believe, I believe there are Durga about. Um, did he say where? He, he did. Uh, it's in another direction. I wanted to tell you where that was. Uh, maybe. Maybe we can call him here, and he can try to sniff this out. If you want to check, check out something else. Uh, we seem to. We, it seems that we are not alone here. Uh, perhaps we should not be so loud. Then uh, perhaps we should go to Pawson. Before we do that, come here a moment, and uh, I'm going to. There's no one my... else here. <laughs> <laughs> you need me to come closer. Just, just in, just in case, I'm going to put my hand on his forehead. And I'm going to concentrate, and uh, it's going to be very awkward because it's going to take ten minutes. But I'm going to cast Rary's telepathic bond on the two of us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you don't want to get Pawson involved in this. That probably would have been a good idea. Just able while he's sleeping, we can hear. Yeah, I could do. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, I can do. I can do up to eight people. So, eight creatures, right? I think. I think if I do, if if we go over to Pawson, I'd like to cast it on myself, Philnir, Pawson, and Saber. Okay. It's gonna be a trip when these guys are trying to when uh, Tim gets to talk to Saber directly. (laughs) It's gonna be awesome. Is the forehead thing just your flourish on it? Like your it's color? Just my, it's just my flourish. Oh, okay. I was like, because yeah. it's like touch. You're not an octopus. You can't touch eight things. No, no, yeah, no. Right. Just, <laughs> right. I was <laughs> going to try it for the first time to see if it worked on just feel near. But now that I have everybody, I'm just going to just sit and concentrate with my. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they just have to be close by. Phil near. You guys are walking back toward toward Pawson, right? Give me a give me a dex 
saving throw. Yeah, deck saving Uh-oh. throw for Filnir. Okay. Uh, that is a cumulative ten. All right, so 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 Ionis, you're walking. You're walking with Filnir, and you guys are you know you're you're, you're you start to cast Rary's tele- telepathic bond, and you you're wait no 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 wait uh, let's get Polson and the other one involved in this <laughs> and and, and Filner's sort of agreeing with you and walking and he's like looking up at you and he just like falls flat on his face and and he is tripped on these four stones just on the side of this trail that you guys are walking on and oddly enough each stone has a letter in undercommon on it now Undercommon is Elven script, so obviously anyone who speaks and reads Elvish, which I think both of you do, yeah, right. You can you can it's, read the letters. It's Elvish script. It's not runes. Uh, it's Elvish script. Yeah. Okay. And it is the letters T and R and I and P. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't need to know what that spells. I just lived it. <laughs> and, and as Filnir gets up and you guys are like, wait, what? What? You see one of the stones kind of moves over a little bit and then it moves a little bit more. What sorcery is this? Filnir, what? Did this stone really just move in front of you and trip you? Uh, clearly, I was not looking where I was stepping. It's the eye stone, which is moving, by the way. The eye stone is moving. But it, it seems that way. Uh, am um, I able to pick it up? Uh, no. Is it too heavy, too big, or just magically held in place? Tell me how, how you're going to try to pick it up, John. And what's uh, your strength? My strength is seven. <laughs> I'm going to take... Okay. I'm going to put a sticky glove in my hand. Oh, I'm going to put on a sticky glove. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. Going to reach, I'm going to reach down for it. You don't feel the sticky glove doing anything really for you. You're probably going to need to spend a couple, an hour or so with those gloves to make them like really work for you. It's weird. It feels almost like, like it's the tip of a much longer, larger stone. And yet it's still moving. It's moving. Oh, well, Filnir, this is, there's more to, there's more to this. We're not seeing everything. There's something underground. Yes. It seems that perhaps I am wrong because it seemed to have spelled what it did. Can, can we manipulate these to make some other word? Perhaps, uh, can I pick up the P? When you reach down at the P mm-hmm. and you go to pick it up, it, you, you get it off the ground but just 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 a little bit off the ground. It gets heavier and heavier the higher you get it. You get it five or six inches, and mm-hmm. y- you would need to be like able level strength to get it any higher than that. And it sort of like springs back down when you. So it's like it. a. Got it. So it's kind of. It seems. Is it is it magnetic? It's it it feels it feels kind of magnetic. Although Except the resistance grows when you move away. The not... resistance grows as you get further away. Yeah. Got it. Hmm. Ionis, um, can we try to arrange these letters and spell pit and see if it will open a hole in the ground? Uh, can yeah. I, can you push, 
push the T and I'll move the P, but the I is moving. I don't know how we do this. Um, uh, uh, do, do you think do you think your wolf could help? Pawson. Come here. He's a little he's a little too far. You can call out to him and he'll you can Yeah, I will. Okay. Oh and he comes running. First of all, did you find any food? Uh, I mean, for us, not for you. Pawson food, yes. Uh, people food, no. Um, the rest of the Durger is there. And right. he sort of like, with his nose, he sort of points in a direction. Uh, I need your help for something else. Um, I don't know if you've learned to read, but I need you to help us rearrange these stones. We want to take the one that's on the bottom here and put it on the top and the one that's on the top goes underneath of the one that's moving the fourth one can just lay still but there are only two of us they are hard to move we might need your strength mm. uh, what if I chip a tooth well you can be careful can't you mm. yeah he, he sort of like nudges it he's super strong right gets on it he Picks it up and he's asking you like where to put it. <laughs> uh, which one does he have? Uh, he has uh, P. He has the P. No, put put that. Hmm. <laughs> Just put that down. We, you know what we should do? We should make a little hole and move the T into it, and then move the I on top of it, and then put the P on top. Okay. So if we make like an impression so that it can't move as far, you know. Okay. As you start to dig <laughs> to make an impression, it's wood here just like the other place was. Um, and you kind of make out the sound of metal moving against metal just directly below you. Like somehow with the stones? With the stones, yeah. So if I move a stone, you hear like a something moving on the other you side You hear of the something wood. moving, yep, yep. Okay, well, I think my theory was wrong. I don't think this is magical. This seems somehow, well, perhaps magical, but not in the spelling. Seems to be some sort of magical mechanism. How far down was the dirt? Uh, here, not not deep. Like, uh, I'm sorry, how far inch? down? How much dirt? Yeah, on top of the wood is what I mean. Yeah, like half an inch of dirt uh, over these uh, over this sort of boardwalk type situation. Okay. Uh, and does it seem more like flooring or like, you know, like a boardwalk, like you said, than just like beams, like, um, this weight, is like you know? a boardwalk. This is like, you know, like, uh, it's, it feels more hollow than the other one. If you dig a little bit more, you might get a sense of how wide the boards are here. Um, right. you know, I, I'm guessing you have a couple of inches uncovered and you know, there's not the, that's not an, an edge of a board, uh, at, right. at, at a couple of inches. I honestly, we should be prepared to potentially fight something if we are to disturb the ground here. So you're saying I should cast mage armor? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what I was leaning toward. <laughs> I cast mage armor. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and your AC doth go up. Uh, and then I think, uh, Pawson, can you help me dig some of this dirt so we can investigate this construction a bit more. Yeah, just, yeah. Yes. 
that he just doggy digs. He doggy digs around, um, uh, and and you see that some of the wood is rotten in a couple of places. Uh, it looks like, you know, these boards are wide. Like they ca- definitely came from larger trees, probably like a foot, foot and a half, eighteen inches wide each one. But you do see that there's an inch or two between the boards in a few places as you're digging, um, and uh, it's dark between the boards um but you hear as you dig you hear dirt dropping down and you hear it hitting uh something the floor down below well there's clearly something under here ionis how far we choose to investigate is another question because abel is helpless sleeping <laughs> well and if if there's sign of durgas that may be what is underneath I would definitely like to clear out any danger. If there is some, perhaps perhaps we investigate and leave Parson to stand guard. Sure. I suppose we should see how far this runs, or if... Uh, Parson, did you find anywhere that looked like a, a way down? Mm, yeah, over here. Just look. Look over here. I smell... I smell dust. And I smell old. I don't smell people. And I don't smell dead. You smell more Durga. No, it's nothing. It's like a, it's like a cave that hasn't been used in a very long time. And he's got his uh, his claw. He's like been clawing at part of the wood that's rotten. Mm-hmm. And he is on. He's probably got. A small hole between two boards that's maybe an inch and a half or two inches wide. It's enough that you could stick a finger in or two fingers in and sort of right. feel around. I'm not saying you have to do that, but I'm saying like <laughs> right. you, you could put a finger in. Um, and there's light coming down now that we've cleared some of the dirt away, right? So there's probably a bit of light getting filtered down from above. You can't see anything down in there. You can see you can sort of make out what you think is probably the edge of the board. So in other words, like how right. deep down this board goes, it's probably only about three inches. Like it's a big board, but it's not endless, right? I mean, it's still right. a piece of wood that is uh, basically a boardwalk. Is there anything fastening it down that we can see? Like top of nails or anything? You could see some nails. Yeah, def- definitely nails. Definitely uh, dwarven dwarven build uh nails so in other words like those nails they 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 have like they, they have a small square that they sort of put iron into uh, almost like a like a pasta maker and they just hit very hot iron into these small square holes until they make a nail and that's i mean you've seen this you've seen this film you've seen this a uh, hundred times um dwarves make <laughs> incredibly useful but very utilitarian nails and that's what these are okay i guess i would ask how flush they are to the wood like is it something we could pry up uh what do you have that can you can pry with uh well a i have a wolf. dagger <laughs> i have my sword i have a crowbar in hey. my pack hey so uh, there we go crowbar will do it for sure and i have a hammer um so so let's do a strength based sleight of hand so in other okay. words, if you have proficiency in sleight of hand, I do not. You can add it to your strength 
check. Right. You do not. So okay. okay. So it'll be right. strength check. A uh, natural one. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we are doing it tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's another. Right, we're just, gonna we're gonna skip this one too, Tom. We're going back to bed. It, if you want, if you want to keep doing this, I'll I'll give you about every I'll I'll give you a new check every like five minutes to be working on these nails. Um, well, Filnir, can you can you just get the board up enough for Saber to maybe Saber could crawl in, or maybe if I could see more, I could teleport him down and he could tell us what's going on. I mean, I could make an axe and cut our way through, but I'm not sure if something under there can hear. That will be quite loud. Can I see? I can't see anything down there, Tom. Uh, let's see. You don't have like the light cantrip or... I don't. Anything like that. Can you make light with any of I, your other I, cantrips? I could I could make... I could catch something on fire. I can make fire with uh, Prestidigitation. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could uh, you could set something small on fire and drop it in there, I guess. And maybe, maybe it'll make it down. Maybe not. It'd be like a match, <laughs> you know, falling through the, <laughs> falling through the cracks. So um, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll rip off a corner of parchment or something and and light it up and let it fall down. See if okay. you can see anything. Okay. Uh, yeah. So so it 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 falls down through, and it stops falling at about nine feet down below. Mm-hmm. And there's a a moment before the fire flickers out that you can see. The ground is is very fancy masonry. You can't tell what the actual stone is down there, but it is clearly it was clearly put in not by the Breen artisans, right? Like this is this is something that you maybe could see in Montaire, but it's like polished stone, and then the fire flickers out. Perhaps we need to wait. Look for a way down. Pawson, are you sure you did not see stairs mm, anywhere? I saw stairs. I saw stairs over where the Durger was. Show me. Mm, okay. You sort of make your way over to these buildings. These are the mansion type buildings, and, mm-hmm. and while we're, uh, while we're he, doing that, can the raries come off? Uh, yeah, yeah. You can you can get that off. Right. Yeah. Um, and and so and as you sort of enter into, um the middle mansion. I mean, I say a mansion. It's like, that's just a, like five to six foot high stone walls at this point. But you can see that one of them had stairs leading up to a landing that uh, clearly was like a, an, an area that a, that a, a front door was once. And it's still sort of framed out at the corners, but with stone where the door was. And this door was about nine feet wide. Like this was a fancy, large door. Um, but you can walk right past like where those stairs used to be going up to the, into the building and you walk around through and you're, and you're inside, um, you know, it's, it's sort of like the temple there, but then there's some stone stairs leading directly down from the ground level into like a small basement area and uh, and there's a there's a, a slumped on his front is a is the dead Durger, and I mean he's he's actually still breathing, uh, he's not he's not yes. dead he's still he's still breathing but he is uh, he has been just uh, um, like destroyed by Pawson. so his he's missing a leg his his arm has been eaten through, um, uh, and you know his you can see his chest and his his back moving up and down. Paulson, seriously, what did he ever do to you? He ran from me. 
people who run are usually trying to hide something or trying to hurt me. Which way did he run? To the stairs. That would make me think that he was running for help. Perhaps to hide, but more likely for help. And you saw no signs of others, no smells of others. Uh, no, I can't. I can't smell much here. Hmm. How far is the door from the slumped over Durger? Uh, you, you mean the the door to the the one the once the once a door, or you mean down the stairs? Is there? I thought there was a door down the stairs too. There's not a door down the stairs. No. 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 Uh, you, you just uh, the the door was like where it was framed out. Where the house once was, that you can you can tell where the door was, there, where there was an entry door, and the entry door was giant. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send saber on in front of us. Okay. All right, and you're gonna look through his eyes. I'm gonna I'm gonna look through his eyes. Well, use his senses, yeah. Yeah. So it's pitch black as soon as he gets down the stairs, and it sort of turns to the right and enters into a, a space that he can only kind of hear in. He cannot see anything down here. But he's, he's definitely got, uh, he's got advantage on hearing and smell. He doesn't smell anything. Give me a perception on his, on he his can hearing. Also, he can also, it's, it's uncanny, but he can sense snakes wherever. It doesn't matter. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That's actually going to be really useful. Okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Uh, perception for Saber. Uh, man, that's a... Oh, but I get advantage, right? Yeah, you get advantage. Right, advantage. So 12 first. 22. So he hears he hears clicking in the distance. And then you're, you're perceiving through it, right? It, mm-hmm. he, he can hear those metal, the metal that's under, that was underneath the tripstones. He can, he can hear it fairly clearly, kind of far away from where he is in uh, in the dark down here. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to hear that, and I'm going to just uh, teleport him back to us. And then I'm going to take another 10 minutes and start, <laughs> and start casting <laughs> Unseen Servant. Okay. All right. <laughs> Filnir, what do you want to do while he's casting Unseen Servant? <laughs> I assume he's going to tell me what he's doing before he yeah. does it, so I know it's going to take... The 10, 11, whatever minutes to. Uh, I'll, to I'll just do. say we we can we can walk forward, but I I'm going to begin I'm going to begin casting a spell so that we can have a little bit of help. I'm going to look around. Can I find sticks and cloths? I, ha- I have a torch. Oh, you have yeah, a torch. Yeah, yeah. Phil yeah. You hold torch. up. If I'm gonna, do you have a torch, Phil Uh Yes, I can go light it from the campfire I made earlier and just pull be it right out. back or pull it out. Okay, so I hold I hold it out. It lights on fire. Okay. All right. So you guys going to head down? I think as far as the bottom of the steps. Okay. Wait, the Durger is at the bottom of the steps? He's at the top. The top of the steps. Yeah. I, does anyone here speak Undercommon? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's unconscious, Dur- too. He's breathing, but unconscious. Paulson, put him out of his misery, would you? <sighs> With pleasure. And uh, Pawson goes, try to move the guy's head a little bit, and he sort of licks his eyes open. And so the guy, it's like his eyes are open, and Pawson <laughs> gets right in front of him and then starts to like 
kind of like move back and forth like he's dancing a little bit and he like spins around and he says he still looks pretty miserable doesn't he and he walks over and bites the guy's neck and ends his life <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> he was trying to make him happy by yeah. dancing oh. in front of him <laughs> this, this wolf is so what on earth come on now <laughs> All right, so you're going to go down? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. to the bottom of the steps and okay. just peek from there. All right, so uh, down here, there there is um, uh, the room is about 10 by 10 that's, okay. that's, that's down at the base of the stairs. And there's a table set up. There's a small stone that's on the table. That has a, a has a perfectly round indentation where it looks like the Euron stone may have been sitting uh, okay. at some point. Three backpacks down here in this room. There is a door right next to that table. Is um, it the, open the, or closed? It's closed. Doesn't look like there's a lock on it. It's got one of these um, bars that you sort of lift up off of hooks. So it's okay. actually it's actually like uh, on your side barred. Got it. It's shut. barred from on our side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no signs of any other people, right? And that's no. the only other way in. So it's basically the stairs and that door. Yeah. I noticed there are three backpacks down here and a door that is barred on our side. I'm gonna have a look through these backpacks, see if I can figure out who they belong to or if there's anything of use in them. They're probably the monks. It looks like the Yoron stone was stored down here. As you go down to uh, look at them. You hear in your mind, all right, if, if there might be people here, maybe we should communicate this way. Uh, don't freak out mm. if this is just the spell that I was casting. And uh, I'll say, uh, do, you, do you want, should we send Pawson back to guard Abel? Uh, yes, Pawson. Can, can Pawson hear me? He's, yes, I, I've, uh, I've casted on but, him as well. But he's actually speaking out loud. Yes, I, I hear you. Hello. <laughs> yes. Pawson. Pawson. What? Pawson. <laughs> what? Try thinking it to us try projecting in your head and then you hear uh, 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 master but then you also hear in your head master can you hear me here now yes i can hear you you can hear me can you hear me master i hear you can you hear me yes i can this is very interesting Thank our wizard friend. He can hear you as well. Wizard friend? Wizard friend? Yes, oh. yes. Here I am. Oh. It's me. This is more impressive than the mountain. How funny would it be if we had to do... How funny would it be if we had to do different voices for our mental <laughs> communication? <laughs> yeah, totally could. Yes, like, it's how yes you, this yeah. is Jonas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd project how you feel about, like, you know, how you actually, uh, like, believe yourself to be, right? It would be like your id. Yeah. Um, so. Yes. Funny. Yes, this is Jonas. <laughs> Jonas Silvine. Yes. Jonas's interior mind voice. That's it. <laughs> Paulson, please head back and guard Abel. I can do it. And then he just like turns around and runs up. And uh, uh, as he's going, he says, do I sound as funny to you as you sound to me? 
I don't know what you're on about, but <laughs> just f- tell us, tell us this way if you see anything. I don't know how far away you can be, but it seems like it will work better than voices. Oh, it will work better than voices. <laughs> like literally every like three seconds, he says, "Can you still hear me? Can you yes. still hear me? Yes. Can you still hear me?" <laughs> Guys, I'm looking at Abel right now. He's still asleep. Good. Just got him. He's here. <laughs> Guys, I'm here. And there goes another hour of the episode. <laughs> yeah, Should have right. never done this. <laughs> um, okay. So in, inside the backpacks, you find uh, you, you do find some rations. Um, you also find uh, hand bindings that are, um, that are made out of leather. So they're sort of like wrap around for uh, – for, very very common in hark city uh okay. the the kind of uh boxing that they do there uh requires leather bindings uh, like wrapped around one's fists and you Got only it. score points when you hit someone with your leather bindings um and uh there's a bedroll and another one and then the third one uh has very large clothes in it and not a whole lot else. Um, uh, there's a one of the Snowflower prayer books in there as well. Okay, I'm gonna take the prayer book, and I guess I'll. Would Filnir know what the leather bindings were? I think he would. I mean, it's common. Hark, boxing is common enough uh, everywhere. I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like MMA and the late nineties, uh, okay. where people had heard of it. They didn't necessarily have seen a match, but, right. um, but you, but you'd know what it is. You're going to feel a tap on your shoulder, feel near. <laughs> what? Who's that? There's going to be nothing there, but something is going to try and take the torch out of your hand. Ionis, did you finish? Oh, oh, oh sorry. Doing yes. Uh, th- th- were- this is my unseen. I, I was just going to hold the torch for you while you. Looked around. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I'll get, put my sword back uh, in my hand instead yeah. of the torch. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what lies behind this door. But I do not wish to expose us to any more danger while we are a man short. Well, I can, I can have Saber take a look. Uh, is it is it pretty is black of course beyond the door tom yeah yeah um the bars are are they it's wood it's like a it's, it's like it's a piece wood. of wood that goes across it yeah right like so that if somebody tried to hit it it would be blocked it couldn't or pull it it couldn't open right yeah it's a it's a it's about the the wood itself is about six foot long maybe uh three inches by an inch and a half it's like if you took a running start at the door you, from the other side, you could probably bust it open. It's not doing a whole lot of work, but it's it it definitely. You it's know, like it was a lock. Per- it was right. it's like a lock. It's perfect. It was purposely put there for sure. But it can be moved by mage hand or by. Uh, it's you know yeah it's probably it's probably about fifteen twenty pounds the piece of wood so no mage not, hand not mage hand it. but but maybe. Maybe I mean, Filner and I together. It. I could look, I'd probably lift it. Yeah, you, I mean, you could lift it by yourself. You're, I mean, a seven strength is My strength is, is not a seven, John. 
Yeah. I, you were looking at Filmier books. I was it. just going to look at the door while you looked at books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and can I see past the door? You cannot see past like the door. There's not a, a, like a little window or porthole. Or there's something. no light coming from the other side. No. I mean, it's, it, like, it's, not, it's not a tight fit. It's still a medieval door. It's, like, it's not tight fitting. Yeah. So, you know, you could – I mean, you could probably get your fingers up underneath the door, for instance. You could put your hand halfway through there and get your fingers to the other side if you want to put your hand in there and put your fingers in there. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you want to put your fingers in there? <laughs> He's already lost one finger. Too. Exactly. That's exactly. right. <laughs> uh yeah no most mostly i was just trying to see if um i was trying to see if saber could get through to the other side or i mean you could do your thing where you you know if you accidentally bamf him in where there's a you know a glass jar you know with a uh, like a lich's phylactery or something like that uh, if you accidentally <laughs> put him in on something like that, like he would take some damage, but um, but chances are right on the other side of the door is probably fine. Yeah. I just got him back too. That's what sucks. Uh, he's going to, Saber's going to go to the door and he's going to sniff underneath because I'm sure his nose right, could, uh, like he could get a lot of the air perception. coming from the are, other are, side. Are you going to be sensing through him? Uh, yeah. But it's, I guess it's still his perception, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and then it's advantage. So I'll try it again, just in case. Uh, 15. As you smell under the door, it smells... It smells like a library. It smells like old, old paper that has started to mold. That's, that's, what, it, that's what it smells like. Fionnir, get, get this lock. Get this lock off. Are you sure? Smells like a library, Fionnir. I'd love right. to. I will be ready. We don't know what's on the other side. Um, How about right, this? I'll... You move the lock, and then I'll. we can back up, and I'll mage hand the door. Very well. I'll pull the, the bar off the, off the thing, set it to the side. Sword and board out, ready to go. Okay. All right, and we back up, and I mage hand the door open. All right, still dark in there. Uh, the unseen servant goes in with the torch. All right, so it illuminates this. Um, it's like a catacomb down here. There's no water, so it, but it's but it's sort of it's uh, these arches that go and form this the basement underneath the temple, and you can see that it goes beyond the torch, right? The torch light is illuminating 20 or 30 feet past the unseen servant. And it does just keep going. And there are five foot high shelves that line the bottom, you know, half of these arches all the way into the distance. And you can make out that each one of them is full of 20 to 30 books. Wow. Uh, can I just take a look? I'll just walk in and uh, just start looking at some of the some of the books. Do they look? And how? Sorry, what did you say the measurements of the room were? Like how many shelves? How were the walls? So, so I'm, I'm going to walk in assessing for threats, and yeah, so just okay. sort of seeing so, like what area I got to cover. So each arch 
is uh, the base kind of comes up almost straight and then it arches up and it's, it's about nine to 10 feet high in the middle. Okay. Uh, and it's, they're about 25 feet across from, from arch to arch. And it's just, it's just like ribs going down this room and there's two ribs forming this long hallway that just okay. goes straight, like straight in the distance into darkness. Okay. So it's just a hallway. So it's what, like 10 feet wide, 25 feet wide, 25 feet wide, and then just onward into darkness on and onward into darkness. Okay. And no other doors or anything like that. Uh, that not, not from the torchlight. You, I mean, you have dark vision. I do not have dark vision. Okay. So Saber is also connected telepathically. Yeah. To yeah. us. So yeah. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send him stealthily down uh, to talk to us and send us back. I'm going to look at the books with the torches, with the torch. Does he speak? He can, we can communicate through Raries. We can, we have a connection. We can communicate. Okay. Um, and, and he can go beyond the 100 feet and still, I guess, send images back to me. I'm not sure how it works. Oh, yeah, whether or not yeah, they you, have a you, common language. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he he keeps going. He exceeds the 100 feet, John, and he is still sending back pings as often as you want them. And you do hear Pawson say, can you still hear me? <laughs> yes, shh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Paulson. I hear everything you are all saying. I hear, I hear everything. It sounds amazing. I would really like to be down there with you. Uh, <laughs> you're doing. You're doing. You're doing the good work, Pawson. Please, just guard him, please. The book in your hand, John. Um, it's written in Elvish, and it it just says. Um, it says Moonbrook seventy nine hmm. slash. 120. Okay. And the uh, first page, it just says, the reign of the Wodmar family. Okay. Um, so I'll just, I'll just kind of flip through it a little bit. Do I? Yeah. It looks like a history. You have no way of knowing what the year 79 refers to or what the year 120 refers to. It's very clearly about a royal family of Moonbrook elves. A lot of it is about how to harvest, how they harvested Ladybone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put that in my pack and keep looking, and I'm, I'm going to search specifically for spell books or spell scrolls. Okay. All right, so I'll, I'll give you, uh, uh, let's see, let's, you could probably get through about 20 feet of, okay. of shelves. Uh, and I'll give you two perception, uh, or uh, investigation is better for you, right? Yeah, investigation is better, in in theory. <laughs> okay, so give me two two investigation checks, and this will be for the first twenty feet of books. Okay, that's uh, a fifteen, and a cumulative twenty three. Okay, so Phil Near, what are you doing while he's looking through books? <laughs> Do I hear the metal? You can clicking. hear it clicking in the distance, yes. And how far away, does it sound like it's super far away? Or how far were the stairs from like those rocks? If the hallway goes all the way there, it's about 350 feet away. Okay. And how much further? So are we, we're under the temple? 
now? Or are you're, we, you're are not, we ways away from no that There's no way too? you're under the temple yet. No. Okay. So does the hallway lead in that direction, it seems like, though? Yes, for sure. Okay. It's it's straight from here to the bakery. At least the hall, the direction that you can see right, right now. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I'll pull out another torch um, and light it off of the invisible servant um, and try to just walk farther down and see if this is all books or see if there's a change. And I think I'd walk slowly and, you know, with eyes, you know, head on a swivel um, for signs of anything that looks like it would be moving. Obviously with the torch, there's a lot of things that will sort yes. of flicker. Yep. But, it, you know, if I see any doors or, you know, any creatures or anything like that. Well, and real, uh, real quick, if we're all bonded, Saber can talk to Filnir too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He can talk yeah. to all, all of you can talk to each other. Yeah. Okay. So basically I can just follow Saber to know what's, you yeah. know, at least, but he was in the dark. He's in the dark. He yeah. was in the dark, but he can tell you what he hears and what he smells. Yeah. So, so he does not, so he is, he's reporting back. He doesn't hear or smell any creatures. Smell is real similar, uh, um, all the way, all the way there. Uh, after about a hundred feet, Tim, you, the floor changes, so in the initial hallway, it was sort of cobbled stone uh, in the library area. And then there's no more shelves now. The arches are still identical. But at some point, the floor changes into sort of polished, uh, polished. It's really hard to tell. It seems to have a pink hue uh, on it. and uh, But it's not marble. And it's definitely... It's it's hard, um, but almost like um, almost like, like it... amber. Okay, like, so it looks kind of like it might be glass. It could be glass. It could be lady bone. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. No way you've ever seen any like monolithic lady bone like this, and certainly would never be put on the floor anywhere you've ever seen. Right. Um. Okay. Does yeah. I'm just imagining the tor- light, the torchlight playing through the floor as you walk if it's, you know, translucent. It's fa- it's translucent. Look, looks it, super cool. It's really cool. You can't see like anything below it, but the way the torchlight is dancing on it, it definitely doesn't look like there it, it's like on dirt. Right. Okay. And is there like a layer of dust or anything on it that I could see where I might see footprints or anything? Uh, and where you are, no, okay. there's just very little, like it's, it was almost, it was sealed off pretty well here from, from other things. There are some spider webs and things like that here. Yeah. Um, uh, if you keep walking, you're getting very close to where you knocked the dirt in. And right. The, so maybe a streak of light coming down. Yeah. And the clicking is getting loud over here. Yeah. Um, Ionis, I'm very curious about this mechanism for the stones, and I think I've come near it. Are you still looking at books, or can you come down? Uh, uh, yes, sure, sure. I'm, I'm on my way. Uh, John, you, you uh, with those perception checks, um, you found one book of magic. Uh, not, it's, not a, it's not a magical book. 
It's a it's a book <laughs> of magic. It's about magic. Okay. Um, and um, uh, just flipping through it, you you definitely think with enough study, you might be able to make out a couple of things that these Moonbrook elves could cast. Ooh, cool. With enough with enough study of that, you yeah. might possibly be able to learn uh you know a spell here or a spell there from it but it's going to require a lot of time like more than like a scroll it's not a there's not right. a scroll it's sure. definitely like someone who was not a caster has written this book <laughs> about someone who was a caster okay okay understood does that make sense that makes sense makes sense that will take some study but you will probably be able to learn something from this one okay very interesting uh, and ju- so just the one book or there, were there two things? So, so you, you are positive that you did not see anything else like that, that okay. you were looking for. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will take the two books, the, the Moonbrook, uh, 79120 and the book of magic. And, uh, I will head to film there. Okay. All right. Uh, you also notice the, the floor change and it is, uh, it's it's magical the way the the floor sort of glimmers in the in in the torchlight. Um, uh, when you guys are near enough each other and you get where that clicking is, um, you see it's it's like it's like a metronome but giant. It's like a uh, so it's it's got four separate. Uh, um, hands that are moving back and forth. The stones were certainly not moving this much. And you sort of can look up at the ceiling where the, where the wood walkway is. And you can tell that the arms of this metronome have been bent and they do not look like they, they should have been bent, but they've been bent in a way that they can still move and not scrape the wood above them. So almost like this thing was down here and later on someone built that wood up above it uh, and it just, it wasn't high enough <laughs> to, to contain, yeah. to contain this thing. Hmm. Like, like four or five feet too low. So that thing is swinging kind of like a clock on a wall back and forth, but then the top of it is bent down so that it clears the that ceiling would. Okay. That's right. Um, That's right. And do I get a, a magical sense from the metronome? I will let you both choose how you investigate this thing. Um, uh, you're looking for magic. Yeah. I'm going to run an arcana check on the, on it. Uh, my rolls are All looking right. a little bit better. Uh, so that's a 17 cumulative. All right. So you walk around this thing and, uh, and, and you, when you get around the back, there is a, a circle, uh, on it and it is like, it is tiny and it has runes all over it and, and the runes are put around the circle in the way that a teleportation circle usually has, but it, 
it's much too small and you don't get any magic off of this thing, but you recognize that it is definitely like an exact replica of a teleportation circle. And written on the bottom of like below that map, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that, 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 the, the, the circle mm-hmm. is three, there are three small stones that are moving a little bit as the, as the hands click and it, and the letters are O D G. Okay. And all of this looks like it is connected to the ground or this is something that I can pick up. So, well, uh, none of that, that, that's, that's all on the, on the uh, mechanism, on the machine, on the mm-hmm. mechanism. Yeah. And the mechanism is probably 3000 pounds. I mean, it yeah, is, sure. it's, it's huge. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I move anything? Any of the letters? Uh, yes. The letters move freely. They are mag. They are magnetized on there. You cannot pick them off, but you can move them around. Can I put the G in the front? Yes, I'm going to do that. Okay. So when you do that, a blue light illuminates the entire Ladybone floor. The entire Ladybone floor. So you're now sitting standing in this hallway that is completely lit up it's brighter than your torchlight and you can see way in the distance in either direction you can see the library fairly clearly now even though the stone sort of like stops glowing there it's like 60 feet down that way all the way around the mechanism is a giant teleportation circle which you are now standing in oh my gosh it's under the lady bone yeah, uh, but you are you are there. Feel near to see when this. You say gi- when you say giant, how like uh, scale to a normal radius, one. twenty foot okay. radius. Yeah. Wow. And it's so it looks like it's under the floor. It looks like it's under the floor. Yes. What did you do, Ionis? There's there's a piece of the mechanism here in the back. It it looks like a teleportation circle, and I, I was just. It's got letters on it, just like the stones up top. And I, I just started fiddling with it, and I, I spelled I spelled the word God. And um, do you do you know where this leads? Is there are there any clues to that on the? Uh, do, would you like to have a look at this circle? There are runes on it. I'm not sure. I'm I'll not come sure. Back. I'll come look. Is, is there? I mean, I don't know if either one of us knows how to read the runes in terms of navigating. They're elvish. It. They're in elvish. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, I mean, I can read Elvish, but I just don't, I still don't know if I know what that means magically speaking in terms of teleportation circles. Um, but I would like to look at it. Let me know what check you want. If that's... Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you a perception. Is that better than investigation for you? For me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do a, do a perception check on this. And 18. Awesome. So tell me specifically what you were looking at and what you were hoping to learn from it. Um, I mean, my instinct is to see if I can determine where this portal leads, if that's written on the runes. I, I don't know if I would know exactly if that's how these things work. I think I would based on having seen 
having seen it been made in front of my eyes and that kind of stuff. But you tell me if I'm misremembering as a player. Yeah. So you, this is not like a normal teleportation circle. As you sort of look at this thing and you look at the runes and you look at the teleportation circle that is drawn on the mechanism, you do make out runes starting at about nine o'clock, if this was a clock, right? Okay. Going from there around, it spells T-R-I-P-G-O-D, and the D is back around at uh, like seven o'clock, eight, eight, between seven and eight o'clock on this thing. So those oh, okay. rooms so are there. All the way around. It goes all the way around. Yeah. And this may be for both of you. You both feel like you've seen this before. Do we know where? Recent. Feel it. Does this look anything like the scroll we found from the gif? I'll pull the scroll out. I think. It, I think so. All right. So you Me, looking at yes. the scroll. I'm looking at the scroll and the fourth line down has that same arrangement of letters. Okay. So that's interesting. It is interesting. Um, can we, are the letters changeable? You, we can drag them around, you said, right? Or is that a different set of letters? Uh, on so, so below the circle. Right. There are just three little like magnetic blocks that Ionis has moved the G in front. Uh, it was, was ODG and he just moved the G around to the front to make it G-O-D. Okay. And you know that up top, those pieces were lined up as T-R-I-P. Right. Got it. But those are the letters that we have. Yeah. So a- as you sort of hold this scroll and you're looking at it, um, I both give both of you give me a man. I want a a check that would be appropriate for recognizing something on the paper itself. What what was what, what would be that? A history would the, check. A, a history check I mean, is good. Yeah, let's do a history check because that would be like paper making, maybe things like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I got a ten, <laughs> and I got a ten. 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 <laughs> But you have a plus eight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's terrible. That's terrible. Man. Let's add them together. Oh, my gosh, man. I I think you both feel like this is important. And so you might spend a little extra time, like, going through and looking. I'm going to roll an acrobatics check. (laughs) Mental acrobatics. (laughs) I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you roll an acrobatics check with your intelligence if you would like. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll um um I'm just gonna roll investigation this time. All right. But that's a twenty-one. Okay. So you know how the there are like inked over circles over some of these letters? Like they have been someone has written deeply on some of these letters and you see what those letters are, right? Yes. So what are those letters again? Uh C foam. Yeah. Yeah. S E A F O A M. So you see that like someone has like written those deeply over it and the ink from that is newer. But as you look closer, you see that like fingernails have traced along the letters over time of certain other letters. Lots, most of the letters actually 
have like marks of fingernails and this is a like vellum. somebody trying to tr- somebody trying to trace things uh, yes or yeah or something but they, someone has like dug in with their finger on these letters um i think phil is going to spend a few minutes looking at this i mean as a player i think i've figured out what this is I don't know that we've taken the time in the show to have Filnir actually sit down and take the time to think <laughs> about what it is. So I think he might start running his hand over the vellum, kind of following some of these, you know, let's say it takes a few minutes. And uh, Ionis, look look here. Do you see? I, I don't know if I say it if something happens, but the G-R-I-G-G-L-Y can be made by tracing letters in the same way that seafoam is put out do you do you think that he might have something to do with this he certainly is a magical a source of magic in this valley oh no i feel near i see it um what what do we just say the name grigley <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't see a way to change these letters here aside from the stones we could try to move up above, but they do not match. Do we see any letters anywhere else, Tom? Uh, n- I mean, not inside, you know, you're underneath the temple now? No. In the teleportation circle in the floor, there are no, no runes or... Yeah, I mean, it's... The tele- if if you walk around the edge of the teleportation circle, the runes that are around it mm-hmm. are the same runes that are around it on the small picture of it. But but so they match. They're just the it's just the T R I P G O D. Yep, that's right. So we and then is there any sign of anybody having looks like that things have been moved at all aside from the O D G? On the on the circle itself, no. Okay. Uh, on the mechanism. It, that's right, the only magnetic. letters there. That's it. Right. I, I mean, G-O-D. yeah. Can the teleportate the small teleportation circle be turned? Uh, no, no. It's like it's, it's stationary. It's, it, it, it on closer inspection, it is actually inlaid ladybone on a piece of super old cedar. So like the the it's actually the base of the machine is 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 wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's inlaid ladybone in there on it. Uh, and what was how, how are the letters on the rocks again? Were they painted? Uh, no, they were they uh, on or the they ones like, on the machine. No, the ones no, the ones that actually tripped me. Carved. So okay, da- like so like uh, but but they weren't carved in. The rock was carved away so that if you like you know if if you put ink on top of it it would it would leave the impression of those letters almost like stamps so so the so like it's like like embossed or um, etched or something in there it's the the letters stand up from, from oh the okay stone. I see yeah. I see so they're raised yeah I mean it's been carved but it was carved out not not right they carved, carved in. yeah they they left the letters and carved everything around yeah that's right um. And then with this floor lit up, do I see an end to the room? Do I see... It r- seems roughly like exactly underneath the temple. Okay. There's a little bit extra on, on, on every side. So maybe like 20 or 30 feet like beyond the temple walls and around. 
Um, you do not see stairs anywhere where you are. Right. The light sort of dies away 60 or so feet ahead. Can I see approximately if I could recalculate where that bush was in my head? You you can't see that, but where that is, I'll walk, but that I'll is walk a, over. Yeah. I'll walk over there. Okay. If I can, if I can, you know, retrace based on having gone from the bush to where I tripped, you know. Yeah. You have your torch with you, yeah? Yeah, I still have the torch. You get back into a hallway that is much like the hallway you came in from. Okay. It gets narrower and narrower and narrower. You're a, it's about 10 feet wide at this point. And then it goes down to about three feet wide and it ends in a wall that has a ladder that has been carved from Ladybone again. Okay. And so the, but it's flush against the wall. So there's just like little handholds. Yeah. And you see yeah. that there is a hatch that is barred from inside straight above that, that ladder. And that's about where the bush was. Uh, I'll tell Jonas through the uh, Rarys. Um, I think I found what was suspicious about that bush. Um, there's an opening, but it's closed from underneath here, but it opens. So you could presumably come up. That's probably, if I had to guess, how they moved the Euron stone without being seen. I imagine we should try to turn this off. Can you undo what you have done? I've not been able to piece together what we might do. This would be, it would be prudent to talk to Abel about this. You're probably right. Before I do that, I want to go back. I haven't really looked at the front of the metronome. Okay. And the, uh, the, you know, the floor is lit up. It's, it's definitely something that I can see a lot more of now you know, more resplendent, whatever. I'm going to do an investigation check of the, and that's, <laughs> that's a four. That's okay. For, for that's a 12. For a 12. Okay. Um, give me a D20. Raw luck above a 10 is good. 17. Here's the last clue I'm going to give you. Fingernails have traced the letters on your scroll. Uh, okay. Um, I got it. Feel near. <laughs> do, you, do you still have the scroll? Yes. Now, when I walk back, am I walking? Do I walk? Do I have to walk over the teleportation circle, or was I like, yeah, walking around? Yeah, you have to walk through. There's no, there's no. I mean, that you could, you could edge along the side of well, it. Well, right, but I've already awkwardly. walked one way, so I yes. was just thinking, like, did I yeah. walk across it basically yeah. already? Yeah, and nothing happened, obviously. Um, yeah, so I'll come back and I'll pull the scroll back out. Can you use uh, use your fingernails, trace? Try tracing the letters with your fingernails, Philia. Okay, and I do. All right. What, tell me where you're standing. Sorry, I just. Uh, well, so I walk nothing. Back. <laughs> 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 I'm standing on a magic carpet that can float over anything that falls away. No, um, I no, I walked back to Iona, so I'm standing with him in front of the metronome. Okay. Uh, right. Which I don't know how on the circle that is. That's if the it middle. Is the the metronome is kind of the middle. Got it. Okay. Um, see, I have a different theory on the on the fingernails. If I my theory is if I do anything, it doesn't happen. But obviously, we don't know yet. So, I I do it. That's what okay. I said before. I'll stick to it. So I, I I'll stand next to Ionis and I'll, you know, trace my fingernail across uh, the letters G R I G G L Y. Oh, G R I G G L Y. Oh, okay. That's not what I expected. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <Is> it, that's <laughs> okay. Um, 
as you do that, nothing happens. <laughs> um, Ionis, why did you ask me to use my fingernail? I, I, I just we were we were looking at the letters. Um, damn it! I, I just it just came yes. to me that somebody's oh. already tried this, but perhaps they just didn't wait, try the wait. right sequence. Can we do it maybe in the back? Maybe, but what about your finger, the short finger? Oh dear God! <laughs> I take I take my griggly finger and I do the same thing. And you're just to be clear, you are tracing. Grigly. Yeah, yes. Okay. You trace the G and it lights up. You chase the R and the R lights up. You chase trace the I, it lights up. G, G, L, and it's just it's it's lit up. There's one more letter. Are you doing it? Yep. Okay. Too, too late now. <laughs> Okay. So we just do. I mean, you're standing on a teleportation circle. I know. You're that's killing what I'm me. You're killing me right now. We're leaving Abel. Maybe as you as you trace the last one, the scroll rolls in your hand, and you're holding it. You cannot let it go. Your little finger goes inside the the rolled up scr- scroll and you can feel your finger get giant and sort of turn almost like it's breaking and it sort of moves up into the rolled up scroll you see now the scroll is about tw- like 12 or 13 inches wide and so when it's rolled up that's how long it is and you see the tip of your finger exit out the top of this scroll and your finger casts a giant blue circle light with it it's you're like holding this it's like a flashlight and you can see it's you're it's flashing straight up and right above you a hole opens that's rimmed with smoke and blue light and you can see through it and you can see a teleportation circle on the other side of it so, and this is on the ceiling or just? It is wherever you are pointing this scroll. As you move it around, the the hole moves. Did you ever play Portal, okay. John? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, at this point, at this point, I think I'd be a little freaked out. Let's say, oh, 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 God. Oh, uh, oh um, fuck. We figured it out. Phil, oh, Jesus. Phil, what? What? Okay. All right. Um, we, Do we, we see anything on the other side of the circle, or we just see a circle through that hole? Just a, tel- a teleportation circle, like a glowing. Teleportation you can see circle. the entire circle. You can see the entire circle, though, on the other side of the hole. The only thing different about that hole, that that circle, is that around the edge are the letters G, R, I, G, G, L, Y. Aha. So what you just traced. Yep. Uh, Grigley? There's no answer. Okay, Fjolnir, I, I, um, all right. We have definitely figured something out. We should figure out what to do next, but... Should we have Pawson? And I, I, through the hole... Oh, shit. Jumps a man. Oh. Oh. And through the hole jumps a Durger. And through the hole jumps can another I pull man. My, can I pull my finger are, out? 
Yeah, you can you can try here. I'll, it, depending on when where where these things fall, one person's getting in at least. We're we're in initiative. <clears throat> this is an important role <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could roll initiative for everybody, and if they go ahead of us before Jonas can clear it, right? That's right. Then we can make That's their right. move and jump through. Uh oh. Six. Not good for me, but I'm not the one with the scroll. All right, here we go. Fucking eight. <laughs> what you get? Fuck. Eight. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to roll one right now. <gasps> All right, the first one got an eight, has a lower dex than Jonas. So <laughs> that one's going after Jonas. <laughs> All right, uh, this next one. Oh, man. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> okay, this next one is. That one's gonna that 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 one. Oh, I already knew that one's gonna make it through though. That one I knew already is gonna make it through. This is the big one. All right, this is the one you want to beat, right here. All right, here we go. The roll averages do not speak well for it. Oh Jesus, I got a four on that one. Okay. Yes. Woo. Yes. All right. All right. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Uh, from this hole. A, a man, human, old-looking human in robes jumps down through uh, this this hole. And he looks around. You are not the Lady Luatel. And, and immediately, immediately starts casting something at you. But I thought I was ahead of this person. No. No, this I'm not person ahead of this nine. person. This person right. got a nine. Immediately starts casting something. Ah, oh, man. All I'm right. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm giving right. you a chance here. Wild, wild counter. Oh, <laughs> the wild <laughs> counter? Wild counter level four. Okay. All right. Oh, because you don't have counter spell. I do. Oh, okay. But but we learned that if it's a higher level, wild counter mathematically is better. Is than... that true? Did you guys figure this out? Well, because wild counter... I at least I have a better chance. I have a better chance. Okay. All right. According well, to John's math. <laughs> all right. Okay. So he is going to react and counterspell your counter, but he counterspelled it at level three. So he's going to have to roll better than your counterspell to counter you. He's got to roll um, like a. He's got to roll a fourteen, right? Fourteen. Here we go. Here we go. That is going to be a 21. So he Son counters your wild bitch. counter. Um, and and Can he do that while he's casting? Oh, yeah. Reaction, yeah it's a reaction. Maybe. It's yeah. a reaction. Now, the good news still, is he has no, he has no reaction left. He's still in the middle left. of his action. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Uh, he has no reaction left, though. Um, and he casts. Oh, this is so nasty, guys. Um. He casts, and just outside of him, but he's going to get both of you in this, a smoke cloud forms around you. It's big, and it sort of goes way past, you know, behind you. Um, Saber is not in this. Uh, Saber is still exploring down the hallway and sniffing around. Um, But I need to get, I need you guys to uh, roll constitution saving throws. Blech. Do I get advantage? I know it's not for a spell, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not for a spell. <laughs> Come right, on, save. Here we go. Fourteen. I got. I got a thirteen. Okay, Tim, you are not going to save. 
John, you are going to save. Oh my god! Uh, and so you are, you are, John. You are going to take. Let's see here. Oh dear. <sighs> I'm not being charmed, right? You're not being charmed. No, indeed. All right, let me get these dice together. <laughs> Sorry, there's one more. <laughs> Jesus. All right. You've not seen this spell before. I'll just say that. Okay. All right. 21 poison damage. That's from saving? Oh no, sorry. You get half. You get okay. half. All right. Sorry. So you take you take a 10 and Tim, you are taking um third I take 21. You take 21 plus am I poisoned? Uh you are not poisoned, but if you stay in this, it's not going to be good. And we can still see and move. Yeah, can we see? So it is heavily obscured now in this space. So you guys cannot see. You can move, no problem, but you cannot see. And we knew roughly where he was. Yes. Okay. Um. And and he says, he says, um, oh, wait. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Sorry. <laughs> Hillis, Comte, come. Humans and a half-elf have tried to use our circles. They are not with the Lady Luatel. Damn it, damn it. All right, John, it's you. I'm pulling my finger out of that scroll. Free action, and the, you know, you can't see. <laughs> you can't see, except the light is not coming out of the scroll anymore. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm hoping that that closed everything. Um, how far away is this guy? You can't see him. Heavily obscured. But I could see him before he cast it. Before he cast, he was about maybe 10, 15 feet away from you. You 10, did hear 15. his feet clicking as you, you know, uh, after, 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 the after he, after he cast. Okay. Hmm. I can't. Oh, this is the worst. I can't see anything. <laughs> All right. Um, this is bad. I'm going to, um, as I'm coughing, uh, move into. Oh, wait. And it's the beginning of your turn. You need to yeah. save for, you need to save constitution saving throw again. Need to save again. Again? Yep. What spell is this that happens as it's cast yeah. and the beginning of its turn? Is this cloud kill or something awful? <laughs> It is cloud kill. <laughs> it is cloud kill. I love that John knows all the spells. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all of them. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Natural. One. Okay, no, no, no. Wait. Now this is like. Hold on a second. We've already taken the damage for this. This is just like Moonbeam. When a creature enters the spell area for the first time, which we did not do, or when it starts its turn there, when it, when a when the when a creature enters the spells area for the for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, right. that creature must- but We did not enter. We did not enter. Yeah, Moonbeam will like... give you- a... No, Moonbeam, you're not supposed to do the damage until they begin their turn there or move in. <sighs> okay. All right. So you guys have already had your first save, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah. So... Okay. Because right. we're both okay. starting our turns there. Nothing is moving us. So... Okay. All right. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like otherwise, otherwise, Moonbeam is like fucking broken, right? right because you just right. move it across people, and then they take beer once, damage once it hits them, and once the they start time. to okay. 
Yeah, okay. Right. Uh, All right. Yeah. We keep getting. We it's keep not coming the spell up. Spell hitting you. It's you entering or being in it at the start of your turn. Okay. So I already took the damage. Quicksilver honeysuckle, and the opposite direction. Out of the cloud kill. So away from the caster. Away from the caster. Okay. Uh, so, and- so you are you are. Um, let me get this. Let me get this right. So you're you're. I mean, I I know how far in you are. Mm-hmm. Quicksilver Honeysuckle is going to let you run your normal speed 30 feet. At the end of 30 feet, you are still in it. And I can run another 30 as a bonus action. Bonus action, you get out of it, and you have about 10 feet left of movement after you get out of it. Okay, and then and then I still have... Your action. An action. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, as I'm as I'm running out in my mind, I'm, I'm just saying, Filder, get out! And... Um, I come out of it and I can't see anything. I mean, when you come out of it, you don't have your torch. Yeah, you can't see. Uh, you know, the floor is still illuminated. Yeah, the floor so is. Can, I mean, I, mean, I can't it. see you past can see the, the cloud is what I'm saying. I can't see past no, the cloud. No, you can't does, see past the cloud. No, no. Okay. Does the servant ha- have to take this? Is the servant in it? Because he's still holding the torch. The servant is in it. Uh, he doesn't breathe, though. I don't think he's. What, he wouldn't be affected. No, that doesn't matter if you breathe on the on cloud kill. Yeah, Tim, Tim, let me talk he, us yeah, out of this. He's, Tim. he's <laughs> <laughs> knock it he's off. He's dead. He's he's dead. He took right. a he took a hip. You well, know, he's he got to roll damage. initiative to know if he's dead yet. He, if he's after us, then <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I'm just on, saying. It's he's not on, until his turn does he take the damage. He's on John. He's on John's turn. We we've been doing this. It's on John's turn. So at the end of John's turn, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, I come out of the um, cloud and I do something I've never done before, which is cast mirror image. Oh, cool. Okay. And, uh, and three other, three other Jonas's pop out from me. And then I, I, I begin moving to, to where I can maybe see around the cloud. Okay. So you're in the hall. So the hallway narrows. Okay. So you you cannot the the cloud is extending into the hallway now. So so it is it is f- fully encompassing the the way into that bigger room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh, I can't so, get back in without going back through the cloud, and it's moving towards me. It's moving towards you. You got it. <sighs> okay. All right. All right, that's your turn, and the, that's, that's my turn. Okay, and the uh, unseen servant dies. That's that's great, awesome. So a torch falls to the floor. The yeah. torch, clank, clank, clank. you hear the torch, <laughs> but you can't you don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Part of me is trying to like retcon in my head. What did I do with the torch when I pulled out the scroll for Jonas? Like I had to put it down because I have a shield in one hand, and then I had the torch in the other. Um. But the floor in that room is bright. Like if right. you go if you go toward him and you can if you and you clear the the smoke. Right. I mean, do I so I heard which way he went. You did. But I also remember where the guy was. Um and you and and Jonas said both out was, loud and in your mind. I said it into my I didn't say it out loud. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, I sorry. said it in the mind. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I want to get out of this fucking cloud. So I'm going to move toward the guy like in a straight line to where he was. Okay. 
uh, like 15 or 20 feet, but not all my movement, but 15 or 20 feet. Okay. So when you get, when you've used about 15 feet, you get uh-huh. to the edge of the cloud. Okay. Um, so you can move out, well, you know, one more foot, foot, say, so you move 20 feet and you're, you're right. outside of the cloud. And do I see him? You do. He is like 60 feet, like a- away from you. He is just outside of the Ladybone blue light. Okay. Uh, and like on the stone in the library area. I'm going to cast my new spell, uh, synaptic static, just on him. Here, I'm going to do, uh, he's going to do his intelligence check. Intelligence is his best saving throw. I know. Throw. I figured he was a wizard, but. Um, all right. This is a 21. Okay. Well, he's still going to take on top, half. And on top of that, Cloud Kill is concentration time. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the damage first. Let's get the damage. 8d6. That's a lot. That's a lot. I've got six of them here. I'm going to have to roll. <laughs> few times here Tim hold on the fireball ranks wait nope yeah six of them uh, that is 16 plus i gotta roll two more Jeez. okay well he's taking half this though so Ooh, 11 Ooh. more so nice. um that's a six and a five on that was good i had three ones in that first group so uh 27 cut in half okay yeah i mean he like doesn't 13. like that for sure <laughs> no and he's got to do a concentration concentration check. Check. Right. yep all right. Okay. I should have just Eldritch Blasted him, and I get multiple. <laughs> All right, here we go. And he got a 14, so the the cloud kill is still killing. Yep. Um, okay. And then let me just check one thing here. Hexblade curse range. Oh, I have to be within 30 feet. Uh, okay, so I'll move... The rest of my movement uh, toward him. Okay. Oh man! All right. Yeah. So he is going to. Uh, um, Some ten ten feet closer to him. He's going to keep moving backwards. <laughs> and he is, uh, and you see a small uh, orange dot leave his finger as he points it at you and it goes and it explodes around you and you have just been hit with a fireball. And <laughs> let me see here. It's going to be a dexterity saving throw. And it is. Oh, 21 save 28 damage. Okay. 21 save. Yeah. I've saved 14. It. So 14. Oh boy. Uh, 14. He moves back his full movement and then he disappears and reappears and it's dark, dark, dark. And he reappears right at the, at the door. Um, okay. Like a misty step, but it's something a little different than a misty step. Right. And he's at, but he's at the door that we came in from, right? That's right. Yep. Okay. That's you. Ionis. All right, I'm a little confused now. Okay. Um, he, w- I thought I was running towards the door where we came in, and the cloud was moving. Hey, down wait one hall. one question. Doesn't Cloud Kill do something on his turn? On his turn, it moves. Isn't it? Toward, it just moves yeah, away. It's, it's, it's moving. It moves me. ten feet toward John. No, so so he came in. He was between you all and the door you came in on. You ran back toward Saber. Uh, toward which, the toward the hatch with toward the, the hatch toward the hatch, yeah. Okay, all right. So I'm here. The cloud is moving and, and towards you know me. 
you know there's a hatch there because yeah, I told you know, you. yeah, you know there's a hatch there. Yeah, that's why I thought you. That's why I thought you wanted to go that way instead of running toward him. Well, I mean, e- either direction. I was just trying to go away from him towards the exit. So um, the cloud moved ten feet. You were only ten feet away from the cloud. You were in the cloud again. If that's the case, then screw it all. Roll your uh, your um, Constitution saving throw. It's fifteen. Okay, so you're gonna save on this. Let me get the damage up again. Twenty-two. It's eleven damage. Eleven. All right. Okay. Uh, if if the cloud and I need you to roll. I need you to roll concentration on your uh, quicksilver honeysuckle. Wait, how did he do 19. quicksilver honeysuckle? And he's only ten feet out. That's all you moved, huh? Uh, yeah. He That's said fine. that he said that thirty feet. feet. I was still in it, and then another. Okay. Uh, with the bonus action the way, dash. Because the way it was spread, yeah. 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 So I keep up the quicksilver honeysuckle. The cloud the cloud hits me uh, and I, I hear explosions and fighting. So I assume Filnir is fighting. So I I don't even know how big this thing is. I can't see you anything. Hmm? You got it. Just run straight ahead. No, man. but you, you know it. you could I mean you know Well so if I if I run you could if also... I do the sixty feet, can I um Get out. What you do you also say? ask me? What's that? Yeah, you uh, could ask him. Yeah. You can also ask me telepathically, like, is it clear or whatever, not to play your hand, but <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe I said, maybe I said, come forward. It's out of it. You know, I'm I, I just, I, well, but that's the thing is that like, I'm on the edge. I just don't want Tom to screw me. I want to run straight at Phil near. Okay. And, and I want to run out of the clouds. You clear the cloud. All right. Uh, with your bonus action, you get out and you are on the other side and you can see now from you, he's about a hundred he's about 110, 120 feet away from you at this point. Phil near is about sixty feet away from him down this hallway. Fifty because I moved ten closer. Fifty. 50. So okay. so Phil oh, near. Oh no, wait, but he misty stepped. You're but you're probably right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so he is 60. between me and Phil near, or I'm closer no, to Phil near. You're closer to Phil near. It's you. It. Yep. Fifty feet yep. to Phil near. And another 60 to 70 feet to the guy. Okay. Okay. It would be awesome if I had some cool stuff that I could do here. And I've used my movement. I could go 90 feet, but that would take my whole thing. And then I would on, I would still only be 30 feet from Filnir. And the clouds behind me, I, can, I can't see the hatch anymore. And the cloud, I guess, can't move anymore because it's up against the wall at this point. No, it's not well, all the way. It's not all the way. It'll there. just keep going down the hallway from yeah. him. There's another hall. I, I was just trying to see where the hatch was and if the cloud was like surrounding the hatch. No, it's not made it to the hatch yet. But I could I couldn't see the hatch anyway because the nor to saber. He hasn't made it to saber yet either. Uh, I'm gonna throw a storm storm sphere on on the guy. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's like tight area. Like this is gonna be wild because it's gonna fill the whole room. Right. Books start flying off the shelves. It's just fucking mayhem in there. Uh, what else happens other than the mayhem? <laughs> That's essentially it. He's got books flying all over the place, and uh, those books begin hitting him. He's going to take okay twenty damage if he, he has doesn't to save. If he doesn't strength save. save, is that right? Strength, strength. Oh, this is. Not so good right for Caster. <laughs> 17. Oh, you son of a bitch. 17. My DC is a 16. Gosh. All 17. Right. So he takes he takes 10 damage there, and then on top of that, uh, nope, I can't do it on top of that, right? Not I, yet, because you used your bonus action. I used action my bonus action. There. Yeah. 
Um, right. You know what? That's that's my bad. It's forty six lightning damage. It's two d six bludgeoning damage. So just uh, oh, okay. Have have that again. So it'd be five. Oh, why why is it five? Because it's bludgeoning damage. It's not the bonus action lightning strike. Uh, it's the, okay. Okay. All right. I got it. It's the stuff flying through the air. Yeah. I got it. Yep. So he takes five instead of. And he, I mean, he still has to do a concentration check on the He's got to do the concentration check, and he's in difficult terrain. Okay. The whole thing. All right. Oh, man. He's, Khan is not good. Khan is not good. Cloud kills alive. 19. God, this guy. Damn, this guy's rolling like crazy. Seriously, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, that's, that's me. All right, Phil Nair, it's you. Uh, uh, in my head, I will. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, like Jonas, like emerges out of the uh, out of the out of the cloud kill. He's looking not so good himself, and he immediately like throws this Nova on him, and the books are flying everywhere, and it's like mage battle now. Can we see through the storm sphere, or is that not something you can see through? Yeah, you can see through the storm sphere. Okay. Um. So first thing I will do is in our in our rarities, I will say, Possum, get to the top of the stairs. Okay. As soon as you can. Can you hear me? <laughs> Go. I'm <laughs> And then, uh, and then, how far is he from me? And how big is the is the area on your storm sphere coming toward us? Like how much? It's a twenty how, foot how radius. And, and you okay. and you centered it on him, right? I centered it on him, yeah. And he was one hundred and ten yeah. feet. I, you know, it's a hundred and fifty foot range, the main right, major right, right. range. Okay. So I can I can get it to him. It's twenty foot radius. I am going to. Shit, I can't take another fireball without potentially going down. Fuck this guy. I'm gonna put it's all right. It's all right if, on if top you, of your storm sphere. It, it's all right if you. Yeah, you can put something on top of there, and if he if he throws something <laughs> back, it's it's fine. Yeah, no, I mean I've got potions on me, and I have a revivifies and all that. But you're about sixty feet away from him. What's the what's the range on sickening radiance? Sickening radiance is 120 feet. Okay. It's a 30 foot sphere. All right, centered on a point. Um, it is, is not difficult terrain. He is going to try and counterspell as you start to cast, but again, he's doing it at third level, and I'm casting at fifth. I'm casting at fifth level. So he's going to have to roll uh, for what is a DC 15 then, right? Uh, 16 is my spell save, but yeah, but yes. Well, no, to, the, to the counter, spell, to counter spell level yes. is five. Yeah, so 15. Okay, he rolled a one. Yes, he's used his reaction. <laughs> yes, used a third level spell slot. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Was, so, um, oh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. thirty foot radius sphere. So, just center it on him, unless that comes up to block to the stairs. Like if it's outside the stairs, I you know move it in. But I don't know if I, I can't even see that. So I'll just you know. I'll, yeah. I'll also say to Pawson, like, don't come in the light. Just wait there. Um, okay. And then you can still hear me. <laughs> so then this is another one where it doesn't happen until his turn, but his turn is next. So yeah. it's a con save or 4d10 radiant. Okay. All right. This could be bad. Uh, the only thing I have to do left is move, and I might move to behind one of those pillars just to have some cover so he doesn't have a line of sight on me. Okay. All right, so con save first. Oh, he does not save. All right. All right, let's do it, baby. 18 damage. Woo! And one level of exhaustion, and oh. he is now glowing a dim greenish light. Oh and God. so he cannot be invisible. All right. That's pretty awesome. Okay. He, he also has to save for uh, my Storm Sphere at the end of his turn. At the end of his turn. Okay. Yeah. So it's his turn. I'm and I'm tucked behind a, you know, behind a pillar. Okay. <laughs> so he doesn't know what's on the other side of that door. No, he does have to make another con save for his concentration. for his uh, cloud kill. Yeah. 
Again? Well, yeah, because I just, well, on his turn when he takes the sickening radiance. 13. He's Man. got it. Okay. He did it. Okay. And it moves 10 feet further away from us. Wait, why does he do that? No, that's what the cloud, the cloud moves 10 feet. Oh, further yeah, away. the cloud moves. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting like closer emanates to from her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's um, easy though, John. Come on. Well, now. but it's 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 my like it might be my action. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's an so, action to bamf him. Not I, your bonus. I, anyway, I, yeah. I need my bonus action. <laughs> All right, it's true. You do. It's not going to matter. I don't think. Um. So, so he disappears, and he appears thirty feet closer to Filner and uh, Jonas. He's still in the sickening radiance, right? It's 30 yeah, foot. It's 30 feet. He's yeah. outside of the storm sphere uh, and he just steps out of the of the the nasty green radiant and now he's glowing and it's awful cuz he does have invisibility and he knows what this means. He is like a he's like a master of these things. And he is going to try and get a he's going to try to get you both in this fireball. And he is casting this baby Counterspell. Fuck. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it just works uh, <laughs> because he's already used his counterspell. And he suddenly looks really scared and super limp. And, and, and he like goes down to his knees and he says, oh, I am sorry. Please don't kill me. I, I, I surrender to you. And it's your turn. Okay. Uh, he goes to his knees and uh, starts saying, I'm sorry. I sir, but he doesn't get that out because he gets hit by a lightning bolt. Okay. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible roll. Damn, 46. That's nine Wait, damage. Don't you have to roll oh. the hit? Oh, I think you're right. Let me try that first. Let's try that first. Just try it first. Let's just try, try to do first. it. Let's do this. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets on his knees and a lightning bolt like goes right beside him. Bam! Right? You okay. Know, just kapow! And, and, and it scares him. And then, I, and then I bamf Saber right beside me. Okay. All right. Wait, did the cloud go away? No. No, it was still there. Yeah. It's still there. Um, yeah, I mean, if you'll give me a free action, I can bamf Saber right beside me. I'm not giving something. you a free action. <laughs> the, but the, the lightning was only a bonus action. It's only right? the bonus action. Yeah, that's why. So that's why I was. It. That's why I was saying a free action Saber and then do something else. I, I mean, it's up to is you, it, man. What is what is it normally for the familiar to bamf them? I, I, I don't. I've never really done it during combat, but I, I think it's an action. It's an action. You can use your action to dismiss him. Got it. Yeah. And a new action the next turn or whenever to bring him back. Yeah, sure, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have an action. He's not dead yet. You could tell him to move as far away as possible. That's a free action. Climb the ladder. Because well, that Cloudco goes on the floor, but right? But it's like, I don't know. I Maybe he can climb, but that's exactly what I was going to say. I, 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 save and climb the ladder. <laughs> just tell him to <laughs> head over that way. And, uh, and then I'll try to uh, firebolt the guy. Man, goddamn. Uh, damn, I rolled a two for ten total. Wow, that's really bad. Yeah, he is easy to hit, but yeah, you know, great, but not with that. So, all right, <sighs> Phil, near it's you. 
All right. So he's how far from me now? 30 feet? 30 feet. Right on right on the edge of the sickening radiance. He's just outside of it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um would it help? Uh, now I wish I hadn't taken the smite the the invocation that brings things closer. Now I want the one that pushes. <laughs> <laughs> I will I'm going to use my bonus action to hexblade's curse him and then I'm going to approach him and I'm going to swing with my sword. All right. 16 on the first swing. Hits. Okay. 14 damage. All right. How do you do it? What do you do to him? Wow. He didn't have a lot of hit points, man. He only had 40 hit points. I knew it. I knew I just had to get (laughs) close. Like, that was all I needed. (laughs) But he was so far. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just, I mean, I'll just swing for his neck. This is, like, no messing around anymore. Yeah, so you just, you slice right through his throat. He's saying the word luatal as you kill him, and it just just exits his throat like air, and you hear, and he slumps over dead. Okay. Um, and the cl- and the cloud kill is gone. Yep. Um, and I also get back my warlock level plus my charisma modifier back in HP, which is nice. Part of why I did that. <laughs> so uh, I get thirteen HP back, which puts me back up into middle ground, better than better than half. Um, and I'll drop the sickening radiance and uh, tell Pawson, never mind, it's all clear. We took care of it. <laughs> And then let's search the guy. Are we out of initiative? <laughs> You're out of initiative. Okay, yeah. Uh, I dropped the, the storm sphere is gone too. Uh, oh, man. Saber comes back to me. I uh, I just... So, Felner, I apologize. I may have gotten a little, cu- little too curious back there. Well, perhaps we can be prepared when we try that again. Uh, and, and yes, and perhaps we should wait for Abel and whatever other army... <laughs> We can muster. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we're searching the guy. All right, uh, he has got he's got a dagger, um, uh, super nice looking dagger, like magic coming off of it. Um, and uh, and he's got a book, of course. I was about to say, there's got to be a spell book, dude. A sack full of platinum. Ooh. Uh, when I say full of, I mean nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small sack, and it's full of nine platinum. Yep. And uh, and he's got like honestly, these robes that he's wearing are like they're not like nobility robes, Jonas. These are like high wizard robes. Robes like you know, this is like wizard school type 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 robes here that he's wearing they're not magical they're just super nice super nice yep might be able to put this in my store (laughs) good idea (laughs) um and you notice that the the clicking on the mechanism is slowing a little bit you hear the stones that you moved the o the OGD, you moved the GOD back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they slip out of place, and the floor goes dark. And there's the torch on the floor that your 
unseen servant was using and there's the the torch on the floor that Filnir was holding and you all are underneath the temple and you hear kind of in the distance you hear what what I don't believe it and the teleportation circle goes away <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and and thus ends episode 41 of Everyone Must End, the Dungeon Dads podcast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just, just experimenting. Went wrong. All before breakfast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. All spell slots before dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. That was wild. What yeah, happened? Yeah, that was wild. Yo, I, I have to say... I may have dialed things up a little too much there. Um, oh, that was fun. That there was, was great, a dirt. Yeah. yeah, but look, you would not have survived if. if That's if why you I was pulling my finger out, man. Pulled like your quick. finger out. <laughs> I, man, uh, I yeah, thought I, mean, I thought you were going to spell out "trip god." And I figured, well, see now, I, now I have thoughts about where that goes, but we should save that for the bonus episode. Yeah, let's yeah, save we'll it for save the it. bonus episode. Come uh, on to Patreon and hear the bonus episode. I know. Find oh, out what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, be well, everybody. Toodaloo. And we'll be back in two weeks with Sam Frank back with us. And he will, there's going to be some explaining to do <laughs> from, from these guys. Indeed. <laughs>